Brevard County's Praise and Worship Station. Your radios are tuned in to WMIE 91.5 FM. You have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. In this day. Yes. This Thursday, this triumphant Thursday, this terrific Thursday, we are making our way. We are making our day count. We are making our life work. Yes. We are holding on to the power of unrelenting courage. courage. We want to encourage you to get the book, Make Life Work. It's available on its very own website, www.how to, to the number two, make, make life, life work. Work. Com. Oh. It's available as a paperback. It's also available as an ebook for your digital download. So we want to encourage you to get this book. If you have this book, pull it back out and reference it again and again. Chapter 7 is dynamic, giving testimonies about unrelenting courage. So during the week, we shared a few testimonies of such great people who held on to unrelenting courage, such as Mr. Galloway, such Mm -hmm. as Mary Kay, such as Mr. Fred Smith, who created FedEx. And now we are moving on to David and Goliath. So if you have your book, we're on page 97 in the middle of the page. For inspiration, you can turn to a biblical example, the story of David and Goliath. The Philistine army came against Israel to engage in battle. The two armies faced each other on opposite sides of a steep valley. The Philistines' champion measured over nine feet tall. Protected by full body armor, Goliath came out day after day for 40 days, mocking and challenging the Israelites to fight him. Afraid of the giant, King Saul and his army always ran away. One day, a young shepherd named David approached the front lines to deliver food to his brother. During this time, Goliath came out to mock the men of Israel. After hearing his taunts, David asked, What shall be done for the man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the The armies armies of of the the living living God? I love what David says. You know, he wasn't just ready to go fight him. Mm-hmm. He, watch the question he says. What shall be done for the man who killed this Philistine and take away the reproach from Israel? Mm-hmm. God is a rewarder. Yes. God is a mm-hmm. rewarder. I want to tell our listeners this morning to take courage. Stay encouraged because God is a rewarder and he reward those that diligently seek seek him. him. And Goliath, he was a taunting, mocking spirit. spirit. Yes, He was taunting and mocking them two times a day for 40 days coming out 
what, looking for somebody to rise up against him, challenging somebody to fight him. Uh, my people for your people mm-hmm. kind of exchange, but yeah. they wouldn't come out. Even the people who were trained for war, the army of Saul, even him himself, the leader, would not come up and step out. But here comes David because he had already been tested in battle. He had already experienced yes. the God who would never leave him nor forsake him in battle. So he was able then to come out and say, "Who? what power do you have over God? And that's the kind of unrelenting courage that we must have to speak to every terror that is working to taunt us and to immobilize us. Goliath had the whole army of Israel. He had them immobilized. They were in one position and they were not moving. They were not advancing because of a taunting spirit. David was then able to come out there and assassinate Goliath. And as soon as Goliath went down, David grabbed Goliath's own sword, cut Goliath's head off, and if when you if you read it through the whole story in First uh, Samuel chapter seventeen, um, in the Bible, as soon as that happened, every person who was immobilized on that mountain, every person that was in the army of Israel that was not moving because of fear and torment, each and every one of them became liberated. Yes, and they went and they began to assassinate the Philistines. One person stepped out. You got to get it because you are the one on this morning. God has called you to step out and to decapitate every taunting spirit, every mocking spirit, every fear that's keeping your household immobilized. I want to encourage you on this morning. David had been through some things. Yes. He had he had been through the bear. He had been through the lion and he knew that God would not leave him in a battle and he boldly stepped out and if you read on the whole story um in the bible it says that the that uh goliath was taunting david with his words but david rose up Mm -hmm. and words came out of his mouth that began to surpass take it to a whole nother level then goliath was even so the the very things that goliath was working to try to intimidate and bring fear upon david david turned around and became a terror onto him with his words he reversed it and he called it to a higher standard with his words and then he took what he knew those smooth stones and bomb Goliath went down, then he went and took Goliath's own sword and decapitated him, cut his head off with his own sword. So we declare that on this morning, every enemy coming at you, you will decapitate him, cut him off with his own sword. Every word that rises up against you, condemn it right now. This is your heritage. Any weapon formed against you cannot prosper. We must rise up with our words on this morning. We must rise up in unrelenting courage this morning, and we must step out to free everybody who's attached to us, who's attached to our destiny, who's attached to our purpose. Because it said that they laid the Philistines out. They killed the Philistines from city to city. Dead bodies were laid out after one person made it it be known that it was possible to be victorious in a situation that seemed like it was full of fear and torment. And that's why we have courage in the Word of God. You take courage in the Word of God. David could take courage because he has seen the hands of God work in his life. And as believers, as believers, as, as faith-believing people of God, we must take courage in the Word of God because we have to activate the Word 
of God in our life. And we have to see it work. See, if you never see the word work, you're just going by what someone says. So in the time of difficulties, you can't rely on something that you don't know work. That's why the tithe is so important. <laughs> yeah. That's why, because the tithe is something consistent. It's consistent practicing of the Word of God. So we tithe when we're happy. We tithe when we're sad. We tithe when we got a lot. We tithe when we got a little. Because it builds up that consistency with God, knowing that it doesn't matter what it looks like, God provides. It doesn't matter what it looks like. God rebukes the devourer for our sake on the grounds of the tithe. That's why the tithe is important for each and every person. It's not important for the person who's receiving the tithe. It's important for the person, person who's, who's releasing, releasing the tithe. Hey, Pastor Dye, you know, and we were called to correct the error of giving in the church concerning tithe. Mm -hmm. And we teach it. And we teach it from a place mm -hmm. of power, mm -hmm. not from a place of want. Are you listening to me this mm -hmm. morning? It's true. When you hear my voice or Pastor Diana's voice saying anything about giving, I mm -hmm. need you to understand we come in from a place of power. We come in from a place of power, from a place of authority on the word of God to correct misunderstanding. Because the only sure way that you can know that God is, is not what you heard someone mm -hmm. say, but by what you do and experience. Mm -hmm. The only sure way you can know that the word of God works is by doing it. Mm -hmm. Come on, by That's doing it. it. And so I have to test that this thing works. Mm -hmm. Malachi 3. I use Malachi 3 to test that the word work. He says, Malachi 3 says, bring ye all the tithe into the storehouse. And don't tell me it's Old Testament is the word of God. Well, throw out the rest of the Bible then. If that part isn't right, then just cut off the old part of that Bible and just use the New Testament then. Because I don't even want to you to talk about giving in the New Testament because giving in the New Testament is not 10%. And they sold their position and goods and brought it to the church. Yeah, because the tithe is 10% of yeah, what you're receiving. So it's the tithe is 10% of money that's coming in. What they did is they took what they already had huh. and they sold it and then they gave from that. So that wasn't money that was coming in. Yeah. They they created, they generated money from what they had sacrificially in order to then give even more. So we got to understand giving because God is not a robber. We teach at a celebration. God is not a robber. We're not here to rob anything from you. Not here to force you to give anything. We're not here to bribe you to give anything. We're not going to tell you if you give, you're going to get a car or a house, you know. We're not here to bribe you. We, we, we don't use the slot machine idea. We're going to use the word of God that says, bring all the tithe into the storehouse. And here, that's the only scripture that I know where God says, and prove me. Mm -hmm. Prove me now in this. Test me now in this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's If I will not open the windows of heaven and release a blessing that you cannot even contain. So in our in our consistent giving, in the giving of the tithe, we're proving to ourselves 
who God it is, is because he's meeting our needs. Think about everything has to do with money. To brush your teeth requires money. You have to have a toothbrush. You have to have toothpaste. You have to have water. When you get up, you turn the light on. That's money. When you get dressed, that's money. When you get in your car to go somewhere, that's money. Everything is money. Even with just walking outside, oh, I could take a walk for free. Well, you got some shoes on your feet. That's money. You have a cell phone in your hand. That's money. You have, you know, whatever, everything is money. Everything, yeah. ha- cur- our currency is money. money. So we know that God got us in that area, that covers every area of our life. And we build that foundation. We test him. We know that he is with me day in and day out. I may miss a paycheck, but he still got me. Got yeah, and, you know, and, and I can talk freely about tithes because I, I practice what the word says. I practice it. I practice what Jesus says. Jesus said, I work. Don't let me start there. I work. <laughs> <laughs> because my father no, works. works. Mm-hmm. I work. I am not a beggar. I work. And I receive fair wages for my work. But what I do, I'm a doer. Because this one shall be blessed. Yeah, in yeah. what he does. In what he does. Come on, I'm helping someone out there. This one, not not sitting down and and, and bless me, God, bless me, God. He says, I bless the hands of mm-hmm. the what? Diligent. Diligent. Mm-hmm. I studied my Bible, so I get my hands moving all the time. Mm-hmm. I work mm-hmm. every day. And I'm blessed by the work that I have done. You blessed by the work that you have done out there. Yes. You blessed by what you do. Yes, and other people are blessed. You're blessed to be a blessing. blessing. Make your day Day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. You are listening to today's Modern Worship here in Brevard County, 91.5 FM, WMIE. This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart